This is the After Party, live with Kim McAllister and John Daly. Yeah, it is. And she's back. Welcome back, Kim. Thank you. We're live once more, huh? Yeah, it was weird. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to say it. It was weird for everybody, I think. Uh, Having the pre-recorded shows was cool. Mm-hmm. I think people appreciated that. and um, But then I realized I was at working an extra three hours since I was still there. Yeah. I'm going to have to rethink that one. <laughs> uh, but welcome back. Uh, you had a great trip? Yeah, yeah. It was really good. Uh, the kids had a good time. Julia was sick. But other than that, it was nice. And it was really nice just to go to sleep with the sound of the ocean. And it was, you know, oh, it's, nice. the coast is beautiful. Yeah. Stop thinking about how the world's falling apart. I know. Trust and me. Just, just focus on the erosion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a Thursday. You know, um, one thing I mentioned in the chat while you were gone is that we have this news poll. You know, um, if you oh, remember, yeah. uh, people were asking us why we don't have a newscast. So we had that mm-hmm. question. Um, originally, we did a poll. I think it was last Thursday. Maybe it was a week ago. And we did the poll live during the show. The problem with that, and I didn't realize that because we don't run, po- we hadn't run a poll before, mm-hmm. is that if you run a poll during the show, it disappears at the end of the show. Right. Not only does it disappear. The results disappear. Oh, no. <laughs> so I, I couldn't even Oopsies. find out the results. Yeah. Um, I think it was around 60, 65% yes that people want news. So I have decided yeah. to create a new poll, which is in the community tab of okay. the YouTube channel, which will stay. And we've been running it ever since. And now there are four questions. Okay. Do you want a regular news update? Mm-hmm. Do you want like a short news update? Mm-hmm. Do you want just breaking news? Or do you not want a news update? And mm-hmm. last check, um, breaking news is ahead. So okay. I thought we could just leave the poll running through the end of tomorrow. Like it. Yeah. Sounds so good to me. So if you haven't voted or if you voted during that live poll and you didn't vote again, go to the YouTube um, community um, tab after the show. Mm-hmm. Not during the show, please. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and make your voice heard. And by the way, you won't hurt my feelings either way. Like it's, we really legitimately want to know your yeah. thoughts. We don't, I'll hurt, it's I'll not... hurt Kim's feelings. Yeah. By making a <laughs> it's okay. It's no. okay. Francine, what's <laughs> up with the $10 you, super sticker? Thank you for that. Appreciate that. Chat. Contributions are down this month, um, Uh-oh. for both shows apparently. Um, yeah. so, uh, everyone who has, and we have a lot of people, a lot of people did mm-hmm. contribute while you were gone and we want to That's acknowledge nice. and we'll acknowledge them at the bottom yeah. of the hour. Um, but we are down. So if, if you haven't contributed and you want to, um, this would be a great time. Thanks, Francine. We appreciate that $10 super sticker. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, it. Did you see this Tesla story? T- Nikki actually ordered pies from this lady this morning and had them delivered and ate them on the air. Oh, yeah. Did, so she talked about it. But um, I just wanted to briefly mention it that Tesla is coming under fire for canceling a, like a huge pie order. From a, the, the San Jose shop that uh, Nikki was talking about this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a small business and it's taken a big hit because, you know, if you're a small business, you don't have a lot of product on hand, right? You don't have a lot of supplies. Mm-hmm. And this give, the Giving Pies, it's called the Giving Pies. It's a beloved business in uh, San Jose's Willow Glen area. And, um, and I have a lovely pop-up ad. Thank you. Um, and they, they uh, got an order from Tesla and they're like, oh, okay, you know, they're going to do it. Okay, cool. We work with Google. We work with Apple, Adobe, all these companies. We'll do it. Mm-hmm. And then there's this back and forth. Uh, the order is approved. They come back, say, can we double the order? <laughs> right? And this was about, uh, supposed to be 2,000 originally, 2,000 mini pies, like tiny mm-hmm. little pies and uh, for Valentine's Day. And they came back and said, can we double the order? Well, then uh, there's a contractor that pays, you know, pays their bills and they weren't paying. And she said, well, this is a big company. This is a professional company, right? Uh, they'll pay. 
And then she hears back the next day, sorry, um, we've gone in a different direction with this, you know, whatever activity or Valentine's Day party that they're doing. And they yeah. canceled on her. And she had already spent like $2,000 on, on baking supplies. Mm -hmm. Isn't that horrible? Yeah. And so now people are going there and buying up these little pies. We love it. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So if you're in the South Bay area and you want to go to the Giving Pies. Um, Sandy, go home. get a pie. Go get a little mini pie. Nikki says they're like three bucks for a little teeny mini pie. Yeah. They need to sell some of those things. So I have a feeling um, it, it was very savvy of her to go to the media. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, because that's going to sustain and there's going to be pressure mm -hmm. on her business for a while now. So hopefully she'll make more than uh, she lost. Um, that would Plus, be very cool. It's don't buy a Tesla, buy a pie. Yes. Plus, it's um, they won't rust. Yeah. Oh, Heather's going to go check it out. Yeah, good. You don't want a rusty pie. I don't want a rusty pie. I don't want a rust book pie. Story. Yeah, Sandy, good. Good. Yeah, go go check it out. They um, Nikki says they're delicious. They have little mini key lime pies. She really loved. They have little apple crumb crumble pie. And they're small. They're like various little small $3 pies. So you don't have to overload on sweets or anything. But yeah, yeah really good. Um, Lori's saying, yeah, Nikki talked about it a lot. I don't mm -hmm. get to watch most of the Nikki show because between this show and my other job, I have to stay up late mm -hmm. to get it all done, and then I sleep in. So I don't. I miss most of Nikki's show. On, on, well, speaking on of Lori, she sent us this story about Waymo's Robo Taxi expansion beyond San Francisco. Yeah, is now being temporarily suspended as yeah, part thanks, of Lori, the, for the sending review. The story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what are the, what's the detail here? Well, <clears throat> I guess maybe we're going to have to pull back a little bit on this whole Waymo Robo Taxi thing. And you've written in these and thought they were. You know, I, of the two, good. if I had to pick, if yeah. I had to pick between the two, this is much, this is superior technology. Okay. Well, they were it's trying safer, to push. It's a larger car. It drives, when you watch it, it drives much safer mm -hmm. and you, you have a map in front of you and it shows you everything that it can see. Right. And I can tell that it sees everything. It sees the people walking down the street, you know, in the okay. next block. It sees cars. It sees people in the bike lane. So sure. I feel much safer in this vehicle than the other, the cruise. So we know it's in San Francisco, but they were trying to, and on the peninsula and Los Angeles County, they were trying to expand beyond San Francisco, rather, to the peninsula right. and to Los Angeles County. And they're getting some pushback on that. Right. Uh, their request to the California Public Utilities Commission to expand to San Mateo County. San Mateo County sends a letter to the CPUC saying... No, thank you. We're going to protest this expansion. Yeah, we don't think so. Well, they they're, say they're, they're probably trying to honey badger it like they always do. They yeah. try to just push it through. And I think in the story they say they they filled out like an expedited form. There's like a simplified right. form, and they're like, no, 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 no. This mm -mm. doesn't apply to uh, something like this. Yeah, the, David Canepa, who is I think a San Mateo County supervisor, says at the end of the day, they need to do a better job of communicating. And I think one of the issues that we had as a county was their issue with communicating with our fire department, communicating with our sheriff. So um, the Consumer Protection Enforcement Division, which is part of the CPUC, said the expansion of Waymo into San Mateo and Los Angeles counties is now being suspended for up to 120 days from the end of the initial review period, which was February 20th, following uh, February. for the following reasons. They said the advice letter requires further staff review, so they're looking into it more. Yeah, and I think that's the proper thing to do. Um, I, Based on my experience, obviously, you know, I'm not a car run over people scientist mm -hmm. um but <laughs> given its safety in san francisco and the complexity of san francisco it's probably going to be fine the, the only area where i would feel a little concerned is freeways 
Yeah, that's what he said. Kanepa saying, my greatest concern is on Highway 101, where speeds are 65 to 75. If you're having right. issues in an urban setting like San Francisco uh, with 15 to 20 miles an hour speed limits, what what do you think? Uh, do you th What thinks that you can expand? He said, what thinks that? <laughs> what makes you think that, perhaps? You can expand this technology and make it safe for others at 60 to 75 miles they an hour. They do go 25 to 30, actually, in the city. Yeah. Um, but it does, it feels like a very safe grandma is driving 25 miles per hour. Right, you right. Know? And a lot of the city, it's stop signs every block, right? So you never really pick up a lot of speed. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's Oak and Fell streets. Um, but until the technology is, you know, proven to be even, you know, to a certain degree safe, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know about getting on a freeway. Mm. Uh, really quickly, I wanted to let you know that the 280,000 Toyota vehicles are being recalled because they can creep forward when you're in neutral wait what <laughs> this is a problem right no yeah it's 280,000 toyota pickups and suvs in the united states because the engine might not completely disengage when the vehicle is in neutral certain parts of the transmission might not dis disengage this can allow some engine power to continue passing through the wheels as a result, the vehicle could inadvertently creep forward at a low speed when it's on a flat surface and no brakes are applied, leading to the increased risk of a crash. This recall involves certain Toyotas, the Tundra, the Sequoia, the Lexus LX600 vehicles manufactured between 2022 and 24. So there you go. Very watch cool. Your, watch your newer Toyota or Lexus. Yeah. <laughs> Oopsies. Uh well, I, I, I misspoke. I said very cool. Very cool if you um, like to uh, go on roller coasters. Do you uh, ever very... new, use the neutral? I mean, when I had a st stick shift, I did. But with an automatic... I, I use it by I'm... mistake from time to time. Um, put in neutral? Yeah. At the car certain, wash, maybe. There's certain, cir yeah, certain circumstances yeah. like car wash. Yeah. Um, or I, I can't think right off the top of the head. But there's yeah. certain circumstances where you don't want to be engaged mm -hmm. in drive. Um, but Yeah. Uh, are we ready for animal stories? Oh, please bring me. Yeah. Okay. Worked really hard on this one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the nice part about having uh, some pre-recorded shows is that uh, we have plenty of time to fill the show with chock-a-block with animal stories. Uh, and this first one is has to do with a snake. Snakes on a chopper, not snakes on a plane. Nope. This is a <laughs> story out of Florida. <clears throat> we love our Floridians over there. Clear and it's only water, Thursday. Florida. This was a Coast Guard, and they uh, found the snake, look at that, wound up in the chopper. It's alive. It was found napping on a Jayhawk tail wheel. They, uh, <laughs> they had to confront the snake, the red snake found February 9th, while they were doing their, po their post-flight inspection of the MH-60 chopper. That means they've been flying around with this thing up there, right? Post-flight inspection, the snake was identified as a two-foot-long corn snake, native to Florida. It can grow up to four feet in length. It's uh, also called a chicken snake in some points, or a red rat snake. They are not venomous, so all is well here. Um, they can be often found in wooded groves and rocky hillsides and meadowlands, abandoned buildings. They like to get in there. But they confronted this guy or this girl, snake, I don't know what the gender, and uh, he reluctantly departed the scene. So no biting. What can everything you tell okay. us about the scene? Yeah. Kind of a, I'm sure that's not what they expected to find at the, uh, by the wheel. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Um, this next story... Um... 
is about a lamb. And before we do it, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to mention, I have, uh, you know, when we launched the show, we all reached out to all our friends, everyone we know to subscribe to the show. Right. And one of my friends lives in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Oh. So he's on the East Coast. And um, he has two daughters. And one of his daughters, his name is Avalyn. And shout out to Avalyn. Hey, Avalyn. Hi. Avalyn apparently will grab the iPad that he subscribed to the show with and ask, who's that? And, uh, and my friend will say, oh, that's daddy's friend. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, oh, okay, that's daddy's friend. And this kid is so bright. Avalyn is so intelligent. <laughs> why is why is John's image clearer than Kim's image? Oh, really? And then I, I asked I asked him because I, I couldn't remember. I'm like, how old is Avalyn? Three years old. Wow. <laughs> Avalyn is a very bright three-year-old, and we want to uh, send a big shout-out to Avalyn because she loves animal stories. Oh, nice. Like this story. So, Avalyn, this story is dedicated to you. This is a lamb rescued after two days stranded on a busy highway. Check this picture out. A lamb was rescued in England after being stranded for two days next to a barrier on a busy stretch of highway. National Highways said in a news release. Yeah. That witnesses reported seeing this lamb stranded on the M1 highway south of Watford Gap. You know who that is. Uh, But the animal proved difficult to locate. Uh, The traffic officer went out to search for the young sheep and eventually located it next to the median. Um, They they said the lamb, dubbed Gappy by National Highway officials, was so dirty. Oh, poor thing. It was camouflaged against the safety barrier. Uh, He said... As I walked over, the uh, the lamb came straight over to me and started cuddling up against my legs. So I was able to pick it up and get her to safety. People in the stop traffic were clapping and cheering when they saw what I was doing, Flynn said in the news release. Uh, The lamb was tired and hungry because she had been out there for at least two days. So we took her to the nearby uh, Watford Gap outstation and gave her some warm milk. Of course. I know that is. That's a great story. Luis, don't let the virtual intellectual keg run dry. Let's keep this after party going. And keep it live. Welcome back, Thank you, you guys. Thanks, Yeah, Luis. it is different when it's completely live. Yeah, it's when a little... interaction. Uh, you know, anything could happen. Right. Yeah. Uh-oh. You never know. Thank you. We appreciate that. That's you never know when you there might be a gator around the corner? I don't know. Perhaps. This is a... This is a one of those leucistic alligators, right? And he lives at a zoo in Nebraska. And they... Not Florida. No, Nebraska Zoo. He has a belly pain, this guy. Oh, no. And so they had to do an emergency procedure. Get in there. See what's wrong, right? A plastic pipe was placed to protect his mouth and safely pass the tools used to access coins. There were 70 metal coins found inside this 36-year-old alligator. His name is Thibodeau. Thibodeau, Thibodeau. yeah, they were found during this exam. All of the coins were successfully removed. But here's what happens, they think. The people scatter the coins into the exhibit. You know, they throw the coins into the pond or whatnot. And Thibodeau, because, you know, you you throw a coin in a pond for good luck. No, but it's like an enclosure in a zoo. You would think that people would be a little smarter and think, could an animal eat that? I don't know. Well, They think the coins were thrown into the animal's habitat by the visitors. They are telling people That's not a thing, everybody. Do not throw (laughs) coins into any bodies of water at the zoo. We don't need your coins at the zoo. It's not the Trevi Fountain. No. 
Um, Thibodeau is a rare leucocystic gator. Do we have a picture of him? I don't know. He's so cute. Um, I can't believe I said an alligator's cute. He just has this weird little face. Um, but they think that, yeah, that uh, that he ingested these coins. He just ate them up. He'd go into the pond and drink water and he'd suck up the coins as well. So, yeah, they, they don't want that anymore. And that sucks because that's totally human caused. We can avoid this. And we have a TV report. Do you want to watch it? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I gave the whole story. Yes, please. Let's uh, let's watch. That's OK. He may look like a happy gator, but his keepers at Omaha's Henry Dorley Zoo weren't smiling. They found this x-ray hard to swallow. How many coins are we talking here? How much money did he eat? It was about 70 coins that we were able to, to pull out of his stomach. The 36-year-old white gator is one of the zoo's stars. Thibodeau, seen here getting his x-ray, had to be fully knocked out with anesthesia to retrieve almost seven bucks worth of coins. Using an endoscope with a camera, here's the before and after. Did you keep the change? Yes, uh, so we did keep the change. But why were all those coins tossed into his enclosure? Ugh, humans are the worst. People are just plain morons. How can I put this politely? What is wrong with people? Nebraskans are my family, so again, it's just uh, trying to educate people. Educate them not to bombard the gators with coins to get them to move, perhaps aiming for their mouths. Who was the idiot that thought an enclosure for animals was a wishing well? Note, this is not a fountain. The fountain's on the right. Three coins in the fountain. We're talking 70 coins in the gator, who, by the way, seems fine. Now they're screening and finding coins in nine other gators as well. Just one wish will be granted. And the wish is, keep your dirty pennies and nickels out of my swamp. Genimos, CNN, New York. Yes, I agree, Jennifer. Cute gators? Maybe Friday Fabulous Florida is having an effect on you. I think you might be right. Yeah. And huge oh. thanks to Beth Farmer for a $10 super sticker and more gator stories, please. All right. Very cool. Thank you, we Beth. Like it. Yeah. We appreciate that. Um, I think the gators thing is just you, Kim. I think uh, you like a gator, don't you? I do like a good gator story. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, the, the animals in Florida that I'm fascinated by are not gators. They're usually uh, drug-induced. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, this next story, um, I'm not going to give away the, the type of animal that is involved in this story. Okay. But it will be revealed at the end of the video. Okay? Okay. So take notes as we're watching this video. A woman returned home to find her house ransacked. This happened on the Isle of Wight in England. Can we and take I'm just guesses? Gonna, um, during the video while it's playing? No, right now, before. Oh, okay. What kind of animal would have ransacked someone's house? We've seen bears do it. On the Raccoons Isle of Wight. do it. The Isle of Wight. I'm going to say a pelican. Wrong. Okay. Any guesses? Anyone? We have anything? No? Sheep. A sheep. Wrong. That was a good guess, though. Liked it. Yeah. Although it'll really de deflate the story if you guess correctly. Otters? No. All right. Well, let's okay, find before out. Before somebody guesses it correctly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of time editing this video. Let's go right to the video. Right. So we've just arrived. And what we've got is what looks like we've been burgled. Kind of 
needless violence, I think, is the only way to describe it. I don't quite know why they've sort of... It's not clear what... Just sort of mindless vandalism, I think, is the only way to describe it. Um, nothing... The back door... And... They've um, thrown stuff around by the looks of it. They have, um, seems to be okay. Why are they just sort of doing mindless vandalism like this? Very odd. I haven't yet figured out how they've come in yet. The bathroom here looks okay. Um, it's very strange, the sort of behaviour on this, it definitely feels like can't really figure it out this is not just animal this is not just animal that, that does this it looks more like animals wow Yeah. wow hello badger oh hello badger heather got it first and BA where Wow. Congratulations to Heather and that BA thing Ware wanted in. It. Yeah. Hungry, hungry uh badger. And uh yeah, I thought that was insane. Can you imagine coming home to your to your house and seeing that kind of damage, like a hole in the back door? I love she's like unnecessary violence. <laughs> she's like, this is not just animal. It's <laughs> horrible. What a total uh, bummer. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot to deal with. That's a, I, a lot I have to a see. Different kind of animal. I'm so bummed about this story. Well, this is a lot to see as well. <laughs> a lot to look. Ladies, you're welcome. Or or gentlemen. They had or gentlemen. They had this naked man festival in Japan, and they've done this every year for a thousand years. Wait, this, what? I mean, this is every year for a thousand years. And we haven't heard about it until now? And now it's ending. And that's why we're hearing what? about it. I know. Okay? Because of the declining population in this area, the Naked Man they don't have Festival a thousand men? has come to an end. No. At the Somen Sai Festival, commonly known as the Naked Man Festival. This is why Japan's economy has been knocked out of third place. Hundreds of men... <laughs> Wearing little loincloths, they're gathered at the Koku Sekji, Koku the, the what G? Sekji Koku oh. Sekiji. Okay, temple. that's different than the Sekji. <laughs> In Oshio, <laughs> to uh, to wrestle for this bag of a talis- talismans blessed by the temple's chief priest. This is a thousand-year-old tradition held annually on the seventh day of the lunar new year. But this year's festival was the city's last. Because of the aging of the individuals involved in the festival, they're all old dudes now, and the shortage of successors. Well, it's been so, going for a thousand years, so obviously they had a secession plan. It's a bunch of old guys, and they don't have any new guys to replace the old guys with. They tried their very best to continue the festival to the effort of their ability, but in order to prevent last-minute cancellations or disruptions, they've just decided to do away with the whole thing. Here's a little video for you. The Somin Sai Festival, with over 1,000 years of history, took place for the last time in northeastern Japan on February 17. 
About 270 men wearing only loincloths participated in various rites at Kokusekiji Temple in Oshu, Iwate Prefecture. The scramble for a sacred bag was held for the first time in four years. The 49-year-old man who was proclaimed as the one who held on to the neck of the bag last said the event was memorable with many people taking part. The curtain came down in the festival as participants are aging and their number dwindling. Why have I not been sent to cover the Naked Man Festival? <laughs> Budget cutbacks, Kim. <laughs> is that why? Why has this not been covered by the media? I why mean, I know the, the media. Why has the party not sent me to the very last Naked Man Festival? I know the media, and Ridiculous. you would think this is something that the media would talk about every year. Right? What happened? Why are we just learning about this now? Yeah. Come on. I don't on. know. Very strange. Yeah. I hate to, I don't want to jinx it because we're 24 minutes and 50 seconds into the show, but this is a pretty good show. <laughs> this, this show has everything. Now you've done it. Forget uh -oh. it. Let oh. me curse it. Do you remember we did that story about the um, the uh, disco bathrooms? Oh, how could I forget? It was yeah. at the Tennessee the Tennessee uh, gas stations. They're like remember, rest stops. Remember the sixteen year old girl who celebrated, or was she twenty one that celebrated her birthday in there? Right, she by drug going her friends to all of them. from bathroom to bathrooms. Yeah, it was called like the the hop or something. The hoppy, mm -hmm. the hoppy stop or something yeah. like that. Hop stop. Well, an Ohio couple has held their wedding in an unusual venue. A Kentucky gas station's viral disco bathroom. No. Logan Abney and Tiana Alstock, who live in the Cincinnati area, exchange vows in the bathroom at the Hop Shops. That's what it's called. The Hop Shops location in Verona. Um, the I guess store's it's a bathroom. cheap wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the only thing that's cheap. Or the only person that's cheap. The store's uh, bathroom went viral online for that big red button, remember, that causes a disco ball to switch on yeah. and dance music to play. Now, here's what I spent in case you're wondering, the most time on in terms of pre preparing the show, I edited their 20-minute wedding down to 90 seconds. Okay. Don't, I think all of us would love to be able to edit people's weddings down to 90 seconds, wouldn't you say? I would agree. <laughs> and here it is. <laughs> Right away. I do. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to witness the union of Tiana and Logan. Love has brought them together in the most unique way. And today they embark on a journey that begins with a ceremony and their first dance in a disco bathroom. From this first dance in the disco bathroom. Tiana. From this first dance in this disco bathroom. To this moment. To this moment. I vow to hop through life. I vow to hop through life. With you. With you. Logan in disco bathrooms. And on the dance floor of life. And on the dance floor of life. I choose you. I choose you. I now pronounce you husband and wife. Instead of the traditional, you may kiss the bride. You may now press the red button. <laughs> That has to be the tackiest thing I've ever seen. Wait until they're teenage children. They're like, Mom, Dad, where did you get married? Can you tell us? 
You got Tell married in the your, you get married in the hoppy stop. Get back into like, the trailer. Uh, we got <laughs> we got married down in Tennessee. Oh, was it like at a you know at a farm? Was it at like you know a beautiful lake? Mm. The trellis. Oh, there was a trellis. All right. Yeah, that was, was just weird. over some gas pumps. <clears throat> they got married in the bathroom. Yeah. Like they got married. You could see the bath. That's no. Like I'm all for a kitschy wedding, but no. Yeah. And honestly, I guess when I thought, oh, this is tacky, and then I saw the tattoos all over the guy's face, and I thought, okay. Well, now I'm judgy. Judgy Kim has emerged. Yeah, it's happening. John saying, yeah. I bet that wedding didn't cost a lot. <laughs> no, it was a cheap one. And if you got hungry, you know, you just reach over, get some chips, uh, get our energy drink. No. Yeah, that that was a very strange story. Oh. Um, but from gas stations to uh, airlines. Yeah. People are taking the disco bathroom thing too far. They agree. <laughs> That's when you know. Oh, no. I mean, imagine getting married where people poop. No, thank you. Uh, yeah. Okay. So let's talk about this door plug incident. Right. You remember this when the, the door plug blew out of the Alaska Airlines plane? Well, they did a poll. You know, the poll people. Oh, I know polls. We, we do polls. We do the polls. Well, it turns should, out... Should your door blow out? Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> Excitement behind door number Peanuts one, please. or pretzels? <laughs> Most adults believe air travel is generally safe in the United States, despite some doubts about whether these plans are being maintained well and remain free from structural problems. Seven out of 10 adults surveyed say planes are a very or somewhat safe method of travel. This according to a new poll done by the Associated Press, uh, Nork Center for Public Affairs Research. Even with that high level of trust, though, only two out of every 10 U.S. adults have a great deal of confidence that airplanes are being properly maintained. Wait a minute, what? How can you say they're safe and at the same breath turn around and say, yeah, no, I don't think they're taking care of them right? Um, two out of 10 say that they um, they have a great deal of confidence that airplanes are being properly maintained or that they are safe from structural faults. Half have a moderate amount of faith that this is the case. This poll was done after the door blow or the door plug blowout. So I guess, you know, Boeing can screw up five, six ways to Sunday and people are still like, don't worry about it. It's safe. Get on board. No worries. I think there's a, um, a level of denial for most people getting on a plane because you want to arrive where you're going and you want to think that this is, like you know, the, the, the number one airplane manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think there's a little bit of denial going on for some people. <sighs> right. You don't want to think about anything except arriving. U.S. adults are more confident in airline pilots and air traffic controllers' ability to maintain air safety than they are in commercial airlines, airplane manufacturers, or federal government agencies charged with it. And a majority have at least a moderate amount of confidence that each is ensuring safety. Well, these are the oh. same U.S. adults that are getting married in, uh, in gas the bathroom. station bathrooms. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. Here we go. That being said, um, <laughs> speaking of bathrooms, <laughs> if you need to run to the bathroom... Uh, it's time to take our little break. Oh, excellent. Well, let's do that. And when we come back, we'll talk about, did you know the government is hoarding cheese in caves? Wait, what? I know. We'll talk about it next on the After Party Live. Hey, everybody. It's your friend Satan. Love me or hate me, the After Party Live is underwritten by our audience. And without you, this show wouldn't be possible. If you can contribute 10, 15, 20 dollars, 
$666, it would keep this party very, very hot and heavy. Any dollar amount is appreciated and it all adds up, isn't that the truth? The PayPal link can be found in the About section of the YouTube channel or at the bottom of the show description. I know what you're thinking, why should I be tempted by the devil, but come on guys, it's not like I'm asking you for your soul. <laughs> A party where you don't even have to leave the house. You could be naked for all we care. The After Party, live. Awesome. We have some thank yous to we make up. We have a lot of people our, to thank. Yeah, we've had uh, what a three days off, and so we got to get to it. But we want to thank our new contributors, Louise R. or Louise rather, Louise Please. R. Nancy B. and our ongoing contributors, Linda A. Brian S. Uh, that's Brian S. Jim L. Martha D. Rachel C. Isadora L. Jim S. Wes T, Julie D, Deidre L, Ro Robin F, Annie K, and Joe F. That's wow. all there. That, that was a lot to get much. through. But we also yeah. want to thank those who contributed during the pre-recorded shows yeah. with super stickers and super chats. And that was Spencer twice. Oh. Two super stickers from Spencer. Thank you. Nice. Wes twice. Yes. Thank you, Wes, for two super stickers. Meredith, uh, who threw in 20. Deborah, Yay, thank Louise, you, uh, Louise again twice. Thank you, Deborah. Uh, Thank you, Luis. And then Gloria with a super sticker as well. Thank, Thank you, guys. guys. Um, yeah, yeah, again, um, all those who uh, contribute, thanks. You're making the show happen. Mm -hmm. And again, yeah. uh, contributions are down this month. If you want to, if you haven't contributed and you want to help us on an ongoing basis, even $5 a month, if you go to the PayPal link, that's mm -hmm. the, the best way to support us because they only take 3% in terms of a cut. Um, and that ongoing uh, recurring um, contribution helps the, the show go. It helps Excellent. it go. Doesn't stay in go. neutral. It does creep forward a little bit. <laughs> It'll creep forward very slowly. <laughs> um, uh, before we okay. get to the uh, cheese story, I had a. Uh, you see, I had this Google. Google yeah, story yeah. Before that, um, what do people? This is, what? How are people the sickest in California? Well, these are questions that people are asking. Mm. I put this photo up because she looks so dramatic. Can you imagine? Um, you know. Hey, if you're well, a model you're... and they ask you to look concerned, is this, is this, the, is this the face that you would uh, have? Pretend um, that you have a lump and Google it. <laughs> yeah. This is about the health questions that state uh, that your state Googles the most. Study uh, analyzed Google search data. Americans are most curious about which diseases are contagious and how much water they should be drinking um, as you take a sip. <laughs> mm -hmm. According to an analysis of medical Google searches, Dr. Google, researchers in the U.S. analyzed Google data from the first few weeks of 2024 for every state and the District of Columbia. They found that on a national level, Googlers were most interested in whether common winter infections like bronchitis, pneumonia, and strep throat were contagious. Also popular were searches for details about autoimmune conditions like lupus, which affects oh. one and a half million people, including actress Selena Gomez. However, answers varied by state. For example, Floridians were most worried about what happens if you eat mold. <laughs> Whereas people in Kentucky wanted to know, what if you have your wedding in a bathroom? <laughs> No, what if you, whether or not you could live without a spine? Oh, Kentucky. The answer is no, by the way. Meanwhile, in Alabama, Alaska, Connecticut, West Virginia, they all ask questions about monkeypox, known, now known as mpox. Of course, that spread rapidly across mm, the U.S. Pox, and the U.K. Pox, pox, mm, in, pox. In 2022. <laughs> uh, and Minnesota and Wyoming were curious about blockbuster weight loss drugs like Ozempic and its safety. Um, but with 176,000 monthly searches, the most popular question across the country, 
Can you guess what it is, Kim? Mm, was sexually transmitted disease question? No. Oh. It's a coughing question. Really? Do, oh, COVID. <laughs> no. Surprisingly. Really? Huh. Well, it could be related know. to COVID. What does my cough mean? I mean, how does Dr. Google is, know that? Is bronchitis contagious? Oh. Oh. Yeah. So um, bronchitis, of course, is an inflammation of the lining of the bronchial tubes, which carry air to and from the lungs. So if you have COVID, then you're probably uh, going to be Googling mm. along those lines. This is usually caused by a virus and can lead to coughing up mucus, fatigue, shortness of breath, chest pain, fevers, and chills. Um, so I'm going to fast forward here and um, check out California. Are you ready for the questions Californians yeah. asked? Mm -hmm. How many hours of sleep should you get? No. Oh. <laughs> Was that your question, Kim? No, that was not my. That was Nikki's question. That's oh, not my okay. question. What is a juice cleanse? Oh, I yes. thought everybody in California knew that by now. How California can you get? Yeah, is it vegan? Um, <laughs> can you live without a kidney? Jesus uh -oh. Christ! <laughs> is this like a on the border? <laughs> like a, a border question. Um, why do I keep yawning? <sighs> really, these are the top questions out of California. Yeah, how to stop oh vertigo? God. How oh, to stop night sweats. Mm. Why do I pee when I sneeze? <laughs> Ladies, that's called pregnancy. Uh, is swallowing... <laughs> oh, come on. This is a Kentucky question. Is swallowing gum bad for you? Oh. How to remove an ingrown toenail? Ew. And this one definitely was you, Kim. Is it bad to sleep with your bra on? Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> Forget that. No. Mm -mm. Anyway, uh, if, if you want to look at the rest of the list, uh, it's on the it's at the Daily Mail. Uh, just go to the Daily Mail and look up uh, health questions in Google. I'm so impressed by you guys, California. <laughs> Why do I yawn so much? Really? Hopefully, it's not this show. <clears throat> no. Um, let's talk about. Have you ever had government cheese? No. Uh, the only reference to government cheese I have is that SNL skit with Chris Farley. Okay. Yeah, you're um, going to live down by the river in a van. You know how Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart are friends? Yes. I guess one day she was at his house and opened his refrigerator and saw this cheese she'd never seen before. And there was some other celebrity who's like, hey, that's government cheese or whatever. And so <laughs> thus becomes the whole government cheese thing and Martha Stewart trying government cheese for the first time. But I saw this story and I was utterly fascinated by it. Apparently, the U.S. government hoards cheese in caves underneath the state of Missouri. No joke. Yes. And this has been happening since can about... Can you get married there? <laughs> you can't... Hey, if you can get married in the disco bathroom, <laughs> you can get married in the cheese cave. I think I'd rather get married in the cheese cave. Since about 1950, the U.S. government has been buying excess milk to keep milk prices stable for dairy farmers. What do you do with all the milk? You can't store it, right? Because it's going to go bad. Ha! Right. You make it into cheese. Government cheese. And so, thus became the government cheese used in food subsidy programs, given to food banks. Um, but the okay. government also hoards it, and they hoard a lot of it. Uh, they It's all kept in the series of caves outside of Springfield, Missouri. And it's there because the USDA has a very large presence in Kansas City, Missouri. So when the USDA found itself with millions of pounds of surplus dairy and needed a safe climate controlled place to put it all, they started to research locally. And a set of caves along Interstate 435 
offered a convenient cold storage option. And when the program, the price support program ended in 2014, uh, it did not affect the hoarding of cheese, which continues to this day. In the latest cold storage report, the USDA shows a little less than 1.5 billion pounds of cheese in storage. They don't, that's not all, that's not all folks. They also have 355 million pounds of butter, 211 million pounds of pecans, and just less than a billion pounds of French fries. They store a lot of things down there in the caves, in the Missouri caves. Yeah. So they don't specify what type of cheese it is? It's government cheese, okay? No, but there's no like type like cheddar. Uh, it's American. kind of cheddary and cheddary Americanish. It's apparently it's okay. orange cheese. So it's like generic orange cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's government um, cheese. If you know, you know. Interesting. And I have never uh, had government cheese before. <laughs> that's Ronald oh, Reagan and the government Ronnie, cheese. Ronnie's had it or he's yeah. lifted it. Hey. Yeah. He, Ron, Ronald Reagan used to work out. With uh, government cheese, government cheese, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's uh, time up, time out, time out. Oh, yeah, no more oh. stories. Got to stop. Well, I just you're got getting delivered a delivery. A, I got a salad delivery from Julia. It's that still was that was great timing on her part because I said time it? out. <laughs> Not that we're live or anything. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's time out because we have to move on to trivia. Oh, okay, we'll do it. Okay, do you want to start it out? I do. Today's this category is World Capitals. City of world, uh, world Capitals. World City Capital World Cities. Wait, no, let's start again. Capital Cities of the World. Yeah, capital cities around the world. You like that? That's a little yeah. bit better, right? Not state capitals. No. <laughs> Not state that capitals. Was very smooth of us. Yes. What beautiful city, the capital of the free state of Saxony in Eastern Germany was almost destroyed by bombs in World War II, but has since been restored to its former glory. Could you repeat that? What beautiful city, the capital of the free state of Saxony in East Germany, was almost destroyed by bombs in World War II, but has since been restored to its former glory? They're probably referring to Dresden. That's I mean, exactly was, what they were. It was to. pretty much destroyed. Like, I'm super down. impressed by you right now. Yeah. Um, well, I've been there, but y when you look at the church, uh, they you could see like part of it is original, and then most of it is rebuilt. Sure. But yeah. most of that area was yeah that was destroyed. Mm -hmm. You can give um, yourself a dingy thing. Oh. You know what's interesting? Um, uh, Prague, for the most part, was not um, subject to bombing except errant bombing because a lot of the pilots thought they were going to Dresden and accidentally ended up in Prague. Oh, wow. Yeah, so some of the damage that was done, not a lot, but there was damage done in Prague. It was because they thought they were in Dresden. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Okay, next question. Okay. You're like, wow, that's fascinating. No, that's interesting. <laughs> the capital of Syria. What is the capital of Syria? Oh, you didn't study for the test? I did not study for the test. Someone's going to get it. My I'm money not, is on I'm the audience. What is the capital of Syria? Don't Google, please. That makes it lame. Damascus? You got it. Oh, really? BA Ware got it as well. That was a fluke that I got that one. Damascus. And Jennifer. Yeah. Jennifer got it well, as well. I think well. that might be the only city I am aware of in Syria. Uh, Jennifer a Hamster. hamster. No, not, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she was guessing at the animal that was going to destroy the house. 
Oh, okay. That must have been it. She must be a little bit. Oh, yeah, you're you're watching in delay. Okay. <laughs> the, the capital of Syria is not hamster. Um, <laughs> your next question. The first capital you visit is home to the magnificent Monsanto Forest Park, one of the largest urban parks on the continent, the westernmost capital in mainland Europe. Where are you? The westernmost capital in mainland yeah. Europe. Westernmost would have to be Lisbon, I think. You, again, are correct. Yeah. I was looking for a trick there. I was like, I think she's trying to be tricky. Okay, um, what is the capital? I feel like yours are going to be a lot more, a lot more difficult. Capital of Finland. What is the capital? She got it. She got it. Peace Tower, soar, senator, skate and debate. Which city is this? I didn't know we were doing riddle trivia. <laughs> What is this? Three, three pieces. Okay, ye shall decipher. I've been to three countries. You've been to like a hundred countries. So no, I haven't been to hundred. I'm countries. at a severe disadvantage. Okay, here. repeat the question because I didn't know it was going to be written in old English riddle. <laughs> Peace towers soar. <laughs> Senators skate and debate. Which city is this? <laughs> Peace towers. Senators skate and debate. Hmm. If they're skating, it must be it must be Scandinavia. Peace Towers. I don't Oslo. know. Where else do they skate? Where else is skating a big deal? Canada. Canada. Is it Canada? Mm. Ottawa. Thank you. Yes. Oh, you can Jesus ding yourself Christ. with that gonna too. Have to work for this one. Formerly called Bytown, Ottawa became capital of the province of Canada in 1857 and the Dominion of Canada 10 years later. The Peace Tower rises above the center block of the Parliament buildings on Parliament Hill. The skating senators are Ottawa's National Hockey League team, while the debating senators sit in the upper chamber of Canada's Parliament. Heather's saying John can't cross the bridge unless he solves the riddle. Exactly. Okay, are you, you ready? pay the troll. Yes. Are you ready for my <laughs> basic, basic trivia question? I'm what still going to fail. Capital, what is the capital of Brussels? Oh, oh I messed it up. I got to skip that one. Brussels, Belgium, right? No, what is the capital of Belgium? It's Brussels. Yeah. I did it backwards. You gave me that one. No, I did it backwards. Yeah. So you threw me off with that riddle. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you go? I'll do another one. Wait what to is... hear the next riddle. It's going to be really good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Center yourself, John. What is the capital of Monaco? Monte Carlo. <clears throat> Come on. What is the capital of Monaco? You deserve this question. Answer me this, Kim. <laughs> Riddle me this, Batman. <laughs> what is the capital of Monaco? B.A. Ware got it. It's Monaco. Monaco Liz City. got it. Mm. Yeah. Capital of Monaco is Monaco. The capital city of a European nation, this capital city of a European nation, is the only city in the world with its namesakes in all other inhabited continents. Which city is this? Repeat the question, your verbose questions. This capital city of a European nation mm -hmm. is the only city in the world with its namesakes in all other inhabited continents. So 
it's there's a, a city named this on every continent. Oh, right. Okay. Got it. Got it. Ooh, it's either Paris or London. London. I'm going to go with London. Is that your final answer? Not when you say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll switch to Paris. I wanted you to get 100% on this, but this I'm not is, getting 100%. This is Rome. There is oh, duh. a Rome, <clears throat> Indonesia. There's a Rome, uh, Les, Les, Lesotho, Africa. There's a Roma in Queensland, Australia, a Roma in Texas in the U.S., and a La Roma, Ecuador in South America. Well, it looks like that was tricky for everybody because a lot of yeah. people guessed Paris, oh. uh, Geneva, San Marino, London. That was good. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, I think you're winning in terms of a quiz writing this week. Um, what if, back to my basic questions. Okay, this one's going to be multiple choice. Okay. Okay. What is the capital of Ecuador? Mm. Is it Suva, Quito, La Paz, or Caracas? The capital of Ecuador, Suva, Quito, La Paz, or Caracas? Well, I don't think... Caracas is in Ecuador, is it? I can't give you that kind mm. of hint. They're all in the same area, except for one of them. Mm. Uh, SF Tesla, little typo, but you got it. It's it's Quito. Oh, okay. And John Watson got it. Nice. First person to spell it correctly. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ask you a question that I myself would not be able to answer. But because you guys are worldly, you might have a shot at this one. You ready? This, this city's name in Arabic means the place of the winds. It has Trarza Lake for one of its major freshwater resources. It is the capital city of Mauritania. Which city is it? Mauritania. I've never even isn't, heard of this place. Isn't that an island? Mauritania. It's a country an... in West Africa. Mainland. It's a mainland country. I thought it was an island. I'm thinking maybe I'm thinking Mauritius. It might be uh, an island. I've not been there. Uh, da, 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 da. Can you repeat the question? This city's name in Arabic means the place of the winds. It has Trarza Lake for one of its major freshwater resources. It's the capital city of Mauritania. Which city uh, is it? I wanted to say Addis Ababa, but that's not that's not Mauritania. That's incorrect. No, I don't know Mauritania. It starts with an N. It's Nawakchot. Oh, I was not going to get that. I wasn't either. Uh, Nawakchot is the capital and largest city of Mauritania. In fact, Nawakchot is one of the largest cities in the Sahara. Sahara. Wow. Nawakchot. Um, I would never have gotten that, and uh, that was too difficult. Okay. Well. <laughs> ma, ma, ma. <laughs> okay. Um, let's go back to my easier questions. Uh, okay. What is the capital of Latvia? Is it Oslo, Tripoli, Riga, or Vilnius? What is the capital of Latvia? Oslo, Tripoli, Riga, or Vilnius? Uh, I'm going to say Riga. Oh, look yes. at that. It's not Novichok or whatever that... Oh, that's After the my last really hard one, I'm going to give you a, a softball. In which capital city would you find monuments like the Louvre... The Arc de Triomphe, Notre Dame, and most famously, the Eiffel Tower. Patty. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now you're just 
condescending. <laughs> um, what is the capital of Cambodia? Is it Bissa, Yamaso, Siem Reap, or Phnom Penh? Phnom Penh. Phnom Penh. 105 meters underground, or 346 feet. You board a train at the ultra-modern Arsenena metro station. It is the deepest in the world, built along with the rest of the system after World War II. You are in which capital city? You got to repeat these long ones for me. I didn't have any coffee today. 346 feet underground, you board mm -hmm. a train at the ultra-modern Arsenena metro station. It is the deepest in the world, built along with the rest of the su subway system, the train system, after World War II. Which so you have to know the name of a specific underground station? Arsenena. Who wrote these questions? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. It is the third subway system in this region. Uh, I give you. I'm going to give it away if I say anything else. No, let's just say the name again. Arsenena. That doesn't sound German. Arsenena. France. Mm, no, and I think you've actually been here, which is interesting. Pro probably, but that's that's a very. They're involved obscure... currently in a war, a great war. Oh, it's Ukraine. Yes. No, I haven't been to Ukraine. Kiev. <clears throat> Kiev, Kiev, Ukraine. The Kiev Metro, a dynamic modern transportation network, is the third subway system in the old Soviet Union after Moscow and St. Petersburg. Um, it was abandoned when Ukraine immersed in the chaos of the Russian Revolution. It goes on and on about the history of this of this place. Um, but yeah, it takes five minutes to ride the escalators from the bottom of the Arsenana station to the street level. That's how deep it is. Yeah, and I think uh, B.A. Ware got it. Um, um, that was a very difficult question, Kim. You, you have to know the that. name. You've actually You're supposed been to there. recognize the name really of a specific station. <laughs> I thought really in a country you've never been to. That's very <laughs> difficult. This is supposed to be general trivia that e is accessible to everyone, including oh, busted, <laughs> not uh, accessible question. Yeah. Okay, um, the capital of Malaysia, which is something people will know. <laughs> what is the capital of Malaysia? Is it Penang, Jakarta, Pattaya City, or Kuala Lumpur? The capital of Malaysia, Penang, Jakarta, Pattaya City, or Kuala Lumpur? Jakarta. Wrong, Kim. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoyed that a little too yes, much. Yes, I did. Sandy, I'm just frustrated. <laughs> Sandy, Sandy got it with Kuala Lumpur. Congratulations, Sandy. And Pauline got it in second place. Vientiane, Vientiane is Laos. the... Yeah, you got it right. <laughs> or Lao, as the people say. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> the capital of Croatia. Hey, this place is fun. The capital of Croatia. <laughs> is it Zagreb, Accra, Juba, or Dubrovnik? Juba. That was a guess. Yeah, apparently. The Tigris. What is the capital of Croatia? Oh, sorry. Zagreb, Accra, Juba, or Dubrovnik? And the winner is Dubrovnik. BA Ware. Oh, Zagreb. Okay. Zagreb, where a lot of genetic generic medication is now manufactured, if you look at your bottles. Um, okay. The Tigris runs through which capital city? <sighs> the Tigris. Oh, I should know this. I should know this. 
the tigress. This is an obvious one, and I'm having a brain hurt. I don't think you've ever been here. I hope you've never been here. You hope I've never been here. Oh, mm -hmm. oh, 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 uh, Baghdad. It is, uh, yes. It is uh, definitely Baghdad. Yeah, I was having a brain fart, um, but it's Baghdad. Me too. We all had one together. It's okay. But thanks for the slight yeah. clue that I, you hoped that I'd never been there. <laughs> Deborah got it. <laughs> okay, um, this is my last question. We're getting mm -hmm. short on time. Capital of Switzerland. Now, I'm not sure if this is easy or tricky. Capital of Switzerland. Is it Zurich, Bern, Geneva, or Lucerne? Mm. Can you give my options one more time? Zurich, Bern, Geneva, or Lucerne? I'm going to say either Geneva or Zurich. Uh, let's go with Zurich. Wrong. And the winner is John Watson with Burn. Burn. All right. Burn. Um, let's Burn ask has a bear pit where they keep, they've traditionally always had a bear in a bear pit. Why? Um, for the history, I don't know, for the history of the the, the city. Um, I guess it was like an amusement thing. Okay. Um, but now it's like a bear on the slope, like the bank of the river with like it's fenced in kind of like zoo style. Um, but yeah, if you go to the capital of Switzerland, there's a bear downtown. Bishkek is the capital of which country? Bishkek. That sounds like something like somewhere around Tajikistan, Uzbekistan. What was it again? Bishkek. Bishkek is the capital of which country? Okay, it's not B i s h k e k. Bishkek. It's not. It's not Uzbekistan. Because that would be Tashkent. It is a stand. I'll give you that. Yeah. It was not Uzbekistan. I'm going to say Tajikistan. Which one? Tajikistan. Mm, you are so close in the stand department. It would be <laughs> Kyr Kyrgyzstan. Kyrgyzstan. Oh. Yeah. oh no. <laughs> and my last question. What is the be capital? Oh, beware. Where got it. Kyrgyzstan. Woo. What is the capital of India? Uh, Delhi. New Delhi, yeah. Well, the capital, like the capital's in Delhi, within New Delhi. But not to get technical. I'm it's sorry, but it says New Delhi on the answer. Well, it's the it is all New Delhi, but it's old Delhi. It's like downtown. Alex Trebek would have canceled you for that, I think. <laughs> I've been there, Kim. <laughs> okay. Delhi. It's within New Delhi. New Delhi, they expanded. They expanded. Oh, there was the old so Delhi. There's now there's Delhi, New Delhi. The there was Lucasis and Petaluma, and now there's the New Delhi. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and thus concludes this edition of Thursday Trivia. Oh, World that was Capital rough. Cities. That was rough. We had our moments in there. You guys yeah. did really well. Very impressive in your knowledge department. <laughs> mm -hmm. Beth says I'm right. It's Delhi. Yeah. It's Delhi. It's pastrami <laughs> on rye, Kim. Okay. Um, I think we've come to the end of the show. Is that it? Well, do you want to go overtime with one more story? Which one would you like Since it to be? Since you've been gone and people are, you know, they haven't had their Kim fix oh. on the Mark Thompson show or here. Yeah. Why don't you choose a story that you want to do? Mm -hmm. Do you want to do that funny mountain name story? Yeah, let's do that one. I like this one. 
This is a story out of the Sierra. Sorry, I just said, sh- let, why don't you choose and then I chose And then you chose. It's not a short story, though. So Typical I was looking for a short man. one. 150 years ago, <laughs> explorers gave this California mountaintop the funniest possible name. This is back in the 1870s. George Wheeler and his crew were mapping the United States west of the 100th meridian for the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. So... They were looking at this area about 350,000 square miles across the West, including California, Arizona, and Nevada. And the maps that they did, there's a, there they are. There's George Wheeler and his crew. The maps from those surveys are still relevant today. And Wheeler and his crew, featured here, gave many names of the geologic places that we know and love in the West, including the mountains and the valleys across Southern California. In those days, naming a place on a survey map, uh, maybe it was a little bit of ego involved, right? Like other white male explorers of the time, Mount Dabba. <laughs> Dabba Dabba Wheeler, Wheeler frequently took the liberty of naming particularly particularly impressive geologic features. That's my word to stumble over, Kim, not himself. Mm. So <laughs> he named Nevada's second tallest peak after himself, right? The, sec- the tallest peak in New Mexico, also named after Wheeler, who liked himself a lot. But there's this peak, uh, Mount, it's about 6,000-foot mountain on the front range, range of the San Gabriel Mountains right outside of Los Angeles that I guess he didn't think that was very impressive. So they named it Mount Disappointment. Apparently, <laughs> 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 is a very disappointing oh, place. No, the poor mountain yeah. of geological t- over geological time. It's Sad. been like forged from the no. earth. And it's like I, I'm going to go to great heights. You know, push Mm-mm. me forward, push me forward, lava, magma. Oh, so they. The story goes like this: In the mid 1870s, they lugged their survey equipment to the top of what they thought was the highest peak in the immediate area. So they make their way through heavy chaparral. Finally, they get to the top and they look to the east and they see a taller peak nearby. And the other peak was San Gabriel Peak, just a half mile to the east. It was 167 feet higher. They were so upset at the discrepancy that they settled on Mount Disappointment. They recorded the name in their reports, and it stuck. To this day, it's called Mount Disappointment. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> exactly. Wait, you know what's not disappointing? Lori Dolly is not disappointing with the $10 super sticker. Welcome back. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you so um, much, Lori Dolly. You're awesome. Thank you, Lori Dolly. Yeah, yeah that's, we've come to the end of the show. We have so many people to thank, but I think mm-hmm. we should do it because we appreciate everybody. You guys yeah. um, give us your hard-earned dollars to let us continue continuing um, the show. So, uh, Francine. Francine with the super sticker. Luis with a super sticker for $5. Francine with $10. Beth with $10. Lori with $10. $10. And who are our so contributors, much. our ongoing contributors and new contributors? We have Louise R., Nancy B., those are the new contributors. Ongoing contributors, Linda A., Brian S., Jim L., Martha D., Rachel C., Isadora L., Jim S., Wes T., Julie D., Deidre L., Robin F., Annie K., and Joe F. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for Thank helping us Thank you so out, much. And those of you who contributed, contributed while we were gone, um, it was Spencer two times, Wes two times, Meredith, Deborah, Luis twice as well, and Gloria 
Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Couldn't do the what show did without you. you. Say, uh, we, we have, it's a show is a go-go. <laughs> yeah. What did you say earlier? <laughs> what, what, what's that? When you said something earlier, it's the show is the, the after party a go-go or something. I don't know what you said. I don't remember. Something about go-go. I do go. want to apologize to Kim for being cranky today. I didn't have oh. coffee and I don't like it when I lose trivia. And apparently that leaked out today. <laughs> so I apologize to the Kim community not, and to the audience. I'm not sorry for the um, the poetic nature in which I asked Jesus the question. effing Christ, Kim. <laughs> Supposed to be accessible Whatever. trivia. What did we talk about? Whatever, accessible Satan. Trivia. Accessible trivia. <laughs> accessible trivia, Kim. See you tomorrow on Friday, Fabulous Florida. Bye, you guys. Thanks for being here. Bye-bye. Bye.